Have you ever wondered what it's like to witness a murder? Forrest grabbed the knife and then just stabbed Johnny in one motion. Or how it feels to be shot. I was immediately hit by a barrage of bullets. Or how you would react if your spouse hired someone to kill you. And he was to put me in a grave with a bullet wound on my head. These are the stories you'll hear on the podcast called What Was That Like? True stories told by the actual person who went through it. You'll hear from a stalking victim. Came back upstairs and when I came back and turned the corner into my room, I saw him standing there. You'll hear from a man who was kidnapped and tortured. I would do anything, say anything, to simply get away. And you'll hear actual 911 calls. Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Real people in unreal situations. Search for What Was That Like on any podcast app or at whatwasthatlike.com. Hey, y'all, we had a rough week here at Fruit Loops HQ, so we weren't able to get a new episode out. But we do have a treat for you. This is one of our extra, extra episodes that we do for our patrons. We hope you enjoy it, and we'll have a new episode next week. But until then, look alive, y'all. It's crazy out there. This podcast contains adult themes and language, and some of the things that we discuss may be disturbing to some listeners. In this podcast, we discuss sexual assault, torture, race, and murder. Listener discretion is advised. Extra, read all about it. Fruit Loops has some updates for you, and we are going to shout it. <laughs> uh, so the first thing I want to say is, fuck you, Zuckenberger, whatever your name is. <laughs> what happened? Well, Facebook went down, and oh, yeah. uh, it ruined me and Beth's way to communicate with each other, uh, which was nerve wracking because there was something important happening at the same time. All my buddies in my WhatsApp group couldn't communicate. It was like, oh my gosh, what is is happening? And I just Facebook is um, not doing great things in terms of the world and like, you know, battling white supremacy and stuff. And so in that sense, it's good that it's it went down and, and for a moment those things couldn't perpetuate themselves. But it was really <laughs> inconvenient. I will say that. Um, I was like, what? Refresh. Refresh. Ugh. And then I got the news at the end of the day when it returned yeah. like, Oh, that I thought it was my Facebook's internet. I, ch- yeah. I, I changed my router. I got a mobile oh hotspot. I did all kinds of wow. it was it was Zuckerberg's fault. So fuck yeah. you. Um <laughs> did you hear about the dude who went missing and then uh he he he, he went missing and uh he he joined his own search party. When and and he realized the person they were looking for in the search party was him. <laughs> That's hilarious. He, okay, so what did let, he think he was searching for? Let me break it. Let me break it down. So in an Ankara, Turkey, uh, a scene worthy of a comedy sketch, I say, agree. A Turkish man joined a search party after a missing person, not realizing he was actually the one they were searching for. The man's name is Behan Mutlu, and he had been drinking quite a lot with friends on Tuesday <laughs> when he wandered into a forest 
in a province somewhere. And uh, I think he fell asleep in a house. Passed out. <laughs> yeah, he passed out. <laughs> and uh, when he failed to return, his wife and friends were like, what's going on? So they called the authorities and a search party was sent out. Now, 50-year-old Mutlu uh, woke up from he being should passed know better. Out. He's 50. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? He, it's a pandemic. Like nobody, none of us are ourselves right now, right? So Mutlu, 50 years old, stumbles across the search party looking for somebody and he's like, I'm going to help. So he joins them. He joins the search team with such ving and vigor, just aggressively searching for this missing person to help whoever needs help. But when the members of the search party started calling his name, he replied, I'm here. <laughs> In the search party. Oh, yeah. my God. That's hilarious. So the search was over. And boy, oh, boy, was this a funny story. <laughs> oh, I, I love, love it. That. Yes. I'm so glad you did. Like it could be a, it could even be a movie or something. Yes, I know. Like, dude, where's my car? Only a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Dude, where's me? Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, my next story, and uh, I was wondering if you heard about the story about a uh, university in the Boston area. We've talked about how racist the Boston area ha- historically has been. Um, that a bunch of white students wrote a letter specifically only to black students, and hmm. um, I guess it happened at uh, UMass at the Black Student Union. They posted a they- message. On their... They wrote a message to just the black students? Yeah, I think at the Black Student Union, they posted it either on the message board physically or the message board online. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, I guess in addition to this, the Black Student Union organizations um, have been getting racist emails for weeks. And About what? Um, I mean, based... that's, there's no excuse. There is no excuse. <laughs> there I... is no excuse. But what the hell? <laughs> there is. Absolutely. She... That's why she's my favorite white lady. I can't say that enough. <laughs> uh, uh, they were saying things like, you don't belong here. Um, what? You're disgusting. Let what me look. Let fuck? me pull up. The... Let me see if I can pull up the messages. Oh, my God. Um, let's see. Blatantly racist emails. Um, and I don't want to traumatize anybody. Um, I'm trying to see if... I haven't actually been able to find copies of the emails themselves, just reports on it, because the black student organizations were complaining like, hey, university, we're paying gazillions of dollars to be here and be safe. Uh, And oh, here it is. Herein lays the problem with your presence at our college. You simply did not get here on merit. White people, Asians, Hispanics, none of us truly want to interact with you. Oh, my God. We only do so because it's required. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and I fuck think that's you just, guys. yeah, fuck them. Absolutely. But also fuck the university for their slow response. Um, at first, the university did nothing. And then oh when social God. media was like, this is some bullshit. This is then a problem, they were like, yeah. you know what? This is bullshit. We are going to investigate so hard. <laughs> and then so, and then they didn't investigate. <laughs> that's that's pretty much that's pretty much where it's yeah. been left. Um, yeah. There's a lot of outrage, but little to no action. And, um, you know, you go to college to learn about um, yourself, to learn about other people, to learn about new things. Um, And to say, to have their students blatantly say, we only have to interact with you because we are required is a failure on the university, failure on the admissions people. I mean, for letting a a caliber of people like that into the school. Um, And, 
uh, it's it's a teaching opportunity. It's a learning opportunity. I really hope that the um, UMass um, does something about it. Yeah, um, if they don't, that's bullshit. It is. And I think people also think that Racism isn't that bad if it doesn't kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's but it, it's 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 not. Rape isn't that bad if it doesn't kill you, right? Yes, thank yeah. you. Oh my God, Beth, <laughs> how do you do this every time? How do you? How are you this wonderful of a, wi- of a white it's person? Just common I, sense. I almost can't even believe that you are my white friend because you ca- you just get it. Yeah, if, it's just common just sense. because you don't die doesn't mean that it's not harmful doesn't hurt you. Yeah. or hurtful. And yeah. Um, yeah, something should be done about it. Uh, Absolutely. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing Podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects. So when the scammer uses the hypnotic method of building rapport... Then they create dysfunctional, delusional reality. That's how a scam begins, convincing the mark that it makes perfect sense to hand over their money to a con artist. The Scams and Cons podcast tells you how scams are run. You'll hear how people are convinced to buy fake art, buy machines that print money, or steal your house. I get a phone call from my wife, and she let me know that they had decided to move all our stuff out I can no longer do anything about it except go through an eviction. And you'll hear it from the experts, people who run the cons. So we go to your bank, you go in and get 6,000 cash, give us each 3,000, we give you this. Uh You go home and what you find out is cut up newspaper. It's fun to know how the trick is done. And that's what Scams and Cons is all about. Listen at scamsandcons.com or wherever fine podcasts are found. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about doom scrolling, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, under eating, and overeating. Okay, so the copy here says to talk about my experience with stress. Oh boy, (laughs) do you have an hour? Uh, Where do I begin? (laughs) Work, bills, life, family. I could go on for a very, yeah, (laughs) podcast, a very long time. And I actually do though in therapy, which is so helpful for me so I can manage, deal and get through it. Stress shows up in all kinds of ways and in a world that's telling you to do more, sleep less and grind all the time. Here's your reminder to take care of yourself, do less and maybe try some therapy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your 
more stress. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Fruit Loop Serial Killers of Color. Listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash fruit. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash fruit. All right, guys, it's it's time for me to come clean. It's okay. it's time for me to tell the truth. Right. It's time for me to spill the beans. Okay. It's time <laughs> to fess up. It's time to keep it a buck. Keep it 100. Are you going to get to it? Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. So sometimes after dark, I sneak away and play Best Fiends. Others may wonder about my mysterious disappearances. They say, who does she think she is? David Blaine? David Copperfield? I say none of the above. In fact, I'm having so much fun playing Best Fiends. Ever heard? of it? Why, yes, I have. <laughs> I love Best Fiends. I love collecting the little monsters when you play so I can level up my fiends. Also, I love going in for the super long matches to free up the board and beat levels. Ooh. I am happy to report that I am on level 440. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, friend, I see you flexing over there. <laughs> now, Best Fiends is a free-to-download mobile puzzle game with thousands of exciting new levels for new adventures and challenges every time you play. I am on level 304. Beth, tell them about the offline play. Yes, of course. <laughs> there <laughs> is offline play, so you don't even need Wi-Fi or the internet. Oh, good. So download your new favorite getaway, Best Fiends, for free today on the App Store or Google Play. You'll even get $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. My next story is about Maya Marcano. Have you heard about her? She was, I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was, is a sad one. Now, she was yeah. a 19-year-old girl uh, in Orlando, Florida. And uh, she's part of the Trinidadian community. So shout out to my Caribbean peoples. Um, what, Maya went missing at the end of September. And it turns out she was abducted. And she was found murdered, according to uh, Orange County Sheriff John Minna. Her body was found near an Orlando apartment complex last week, and the the person of interest was a man at a man Ma at maintenance man, yeah, a maintenance man at her apartment, and um, he had made a bunch of romantic advances towards her, and she turned him down. Um, one report I saw said that she filed it like an order of protection. It's not quite a restraining order against him. And um, Marcano, uh, she lived in this really nice apartment complex and she also worked there in Orlando. And she was found at a different apartment oh. complex, 18 miles away from her home. Wow. Um, and her person ID were located on her body. Cell phone records indicated that Armando Manuel Caballero is the person of interest identified and he committed suicide yeah in his apartment so yeah uh well but, uh fuck you guys um yes. i mean assuming yes uh, allegedly Al you know. oh yeah i forgot we have to say that <laughs> yeah yeah well he's dead so uh pretty sure he did it um yeah, yeah all the evidence gross. does seem to suggest because he even told the police you know they asked him have you seen her? And he said, oh, I saw her on the last day that she was alive around that 3 p.m. that afternoon. Well, it turns out because of his um, occupation, he has a master key, key to all yeah. of the apartments. Right. And those fobs keep records, y'all, <laughs> uh, which is oh, a, wow. which is a good thing. Yeah. So the record the or the metadata from the fob indicates that he was in her room or he used it to enter her room to get get yeah. in her apartment. So yeah. a, he, an arrest warrant has been issued. Uh, or I'm sorry, no, no, no arrest warrant because he's he committed he's suicide. <laughs> but he he had he uh, before he had a um 
a pattern of breaking into people's rooms. And oh so there gosh. was a burglary charge or warrant for his arrest on and burglary. And he's still working burglary. there? He was still working there. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. that wild? So, um, very wild. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that I saw the Caballero, um, or not the Caballero, the Maya Marcano, 19 years old story in the mainstream news. Um, yeah. Given yeah, all... I saw a lot of articles about it. Yeah. 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 So that was good. Yeah. And I think it, it probably led to the closure of the case, um, sooner versus later because right. there are hundreds of thousands of black and brown missing women, um, all over the United States. And um, this uh, is um, a sign that uh, people are paying attention. So um, what else did I want to talk to you about? Oh, um, okay. Well, I've, I'm not sure how long I've been talking, mostly because we we did something before we went on. Uh, yeah, uh, before we I don't recorded. know either. Um, in, tell me one more. Okay, let's see. <laughs> um, okay. This one is kind of a happy story. So in Queensland, Australia, indigenous land has been returned to the indigenous people. Can what? you believe it? Can no, you can't. believe it? it? <laughs> and I'm happy to hear it. I know. I'm so happy. Just Very Okay, cool. let me get into it. So some of Australia's world-famous national parks have been returned to the hands of indigenous owners wow. after a deal was negotiated with the government. This deal took four years. The indigenous people did not relent. And thank goodness the colonial powers that be in the Australian government were willing to listen. Yeah. Um, the deal was signed last month with members of the Eastern Kuku Yalanji community and um, the government. Um, and it uh, involves four national parks that were returned to the owners of the land. And I'm glad the wow. article said it that way. Now, um, the area includes Daintree National Park, a UNESCO World Heritage Site that is estimated to be around 130 million years old. Wow. The land given back totals more than 395,000 acres in Northern Australia. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. And again, it took them years to negotiate this with the Queensland right. government. Um, apparently, That's this great. is That's fascinating. Awesome. Yes. I wanted to say a little bit more about this culture. Eastern Kuku Yalanji culture is one of the oldest living cultures in the world, dating wow. back 50,000 years in the area. What? Yeah. And Aboriginal Australians have the longest continual living culture in the fucking world. Wow. And if you think about it, white people have only been the boss for 400. So yeah, we yeah. win. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the agreement recognizes their right to own their own country, to protect their own culture and share with visitors. And eventually they will be able to take it over completely, be the sole like managers of nice. the land. Um, let's see. Uh, the government in Australia admitted that they have an uncomfortable and ugly past. No shit. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, the story goes, the British colonized the area, claimed it, nega, even though people already lived there, and then moved the ab Aboriginal people from their homes, segregated them, and, and then also frequently removed their children. And we see this in the United States and in Canada, too. The the children, indigenous children are used as pawns. So the indigenous people will say, no, don't take my children. And then the colonizer says, if you don't give me your children, it's your children or your land. Which one do you want? And they, right. they, they 
take the land. Um, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So the indigenous, yeah, totally. They're still suffering from the effects of colonialism, which uh, are terrible. Um, But this is a good step toward reconciliation between colonizers, governments, and its uh, indigenous people. Um, And I thought that was good news. And the ancestors, the, the, tribes people or the indigenous tribe members um, said that they felt like this was their ancestors calling them back home. And I just thought that was so beautiful. Yeah, that is beautiful. Yeah. 3 a.m. The comedy horror podcast that holds weekly gatherings around the campfire. Let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to hear stories about demonic possessions, prison stabbings, skinwalkers, glitches in the matrix, cult leaders, missing 411, night marchers, Operation Paperclip, Mesopotamian devil worship and so many monsters it'll give Kanye West a runaway for his money. Pop and meme culture also aren't off topic. A camp where laughs and scares are constantly competing for first place. We're just a group of friends trying to bust each other's balls, find the best stories, and expand the circle in the process. 3am, the comedy horror podcast not for the faint or fragile of heart. Let's go. My name is Bill Huffman. And I am a former Cleveland News producer, and I am now the host of the podcast, Who Killed? I began the show focusing on the unsolved murder of Amy Maholovic, and now each week I explore a different case with a focus on some of the victims who don't get the attention they deserve. I have a deep catalog of over 225 episodes, so there is a guarantee there will be something for you. Who Killed is an evergreen podcast, killer podcasts, and Slow Burn Media production. Subscribe today, wherever you get your favorite shows. Get ready for your starring role in a thrilling adventure full of hidden clues, immersive scenes, danger, and romance. That's right, it's June's Journey, and you play June Parker, an amateur detective investigating a series of mysteries. Ooh, you'll put your powers of observation to the test. Sharpen your sleuthing skills, find objects, and claim rewards. The visuals are fire. It's like a party for your eyeballs. (laughs) As you play this thrilling adventure full of hidden clues, immersive scenes with danger and romance in full force. Whether you're craving a good mystery or just need to get away for a while, June's Journey is the perfect game for you. It really is a sweet escape. I like to play when I need a mental pick-me-up. There is a detective in all of us. Find your inner detective. Download June's Journey free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. What do you got, Beth? Well, did you hear this story? Did you read this story or see the headline? Uh, The headline was Professor Suspended for Not Giving Black Students Easier Final Exams. No, but no? I don't okay. know what to make of that headline. Yeah, I was like, what? What does that mean? So so I read the article and that didn't happen. What? <laughs> that Wait a minute. Happen. Isn't journalism supposed to be better than that? Yeah, what you would think so. This was in Newsweek, right? Okay. So I'm like, this is a reputable source right yeah um but that's not what happened if you read the story and i i actually had to google it because this infuriated me yeah and i was like okay what's Absolutely, the story rightfully so what's this the is the story yeah yeah tell me morning so, glory what is the story <laughs> the story is this douchebag <laughs> gordon klein is gordon his name klein. he's okay. a professor at ucla 
Okay. Uh, he teaches uh, financial analysis law and public policy. Okay. And so it, this was around when uh, George Floyd was killed and okay. Okay. the riots and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so a well-meaning white person or, mm-hmm. or somebody who's not black, uh-huh. um, I, I guess there was uh, several of them got together and they emailed him asking him to um give you know m- make it easier for the for the black students when they take their final exam um either you know uh grade on a curve or you oh, know given the tra- the collective trauma that they might have experienced right, as a exactly result of seeing and somebody kill another black person for right. one minute yes okay got right. it okay so um th- the email was asking something, could you do this? Okay. And instead of saying like, um, no, actually I, I can't do that. I mean, what he could have done was uh, made it easier for all of the students, but he actually could not have uh, just made it easier for the black students. He just, that would not be. Is uh, that not uh, ethical or something? It's not. Well, it's, I don't want to say it's against the law because oh. it's not the law. It's like uh-huh. the school's. Oh, the school's uh, policy. Right, the school's policy. Oh, so he, he okay. couldn't have done it. Okay. But, um, you know, instead of saying, sorry, I can't do that, I understand mm-hmm. your opinion or whatever, blah, 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 he emailed back this douchebag Uh-oh. email. Oh, yeah. no. Insert face in palm. What <laughs> yeah. did he say? <laughs> um. Let me see. I don't, do we want to know? It was <laughs> it was better. infuriating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of it was just typical. I'm an asshole professor uh-huh. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But some of it was just just ugh, gross. Oh, boy. Um, he said, are there any students that may be of mixed parentage, such as half black, half Asian? What do you suggest I do with respect to them? A full concession or just half? Also, do you have any idea if students? there are any students from Minneapolis, I assume that they probably especially devastated as well. I'm oh. thinking that a white student from there might possibly be even more devastated by this, oh. especially because some might think that they're racist, even if they're not. Oh, oh, oh my God. I can yeah. think of a million responses other than that one. Other than that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, apparently it was a uh, pretty long email oh, well and he's it was a professor just, I'm, I'm sure yeah. he thinks every word is is, is priceless precious yes. yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so what the school did i mean after the the students i guess they they uh, made the email public okay and there Good. was a backlash yeah and of course. people people were calling for him to be fired okay and um the what the school did was they suspended him for three weeks and uh, so that okay that that's it you know, that's it. <laughs> that's oh, it. That and so teachable he... moment. They blew it. What's wrong with these universities? <laughs> well, um, so now he's suing the school. <laughs> what? Yeah. He's the teacher? Saying, yeah. The teacher's suing the school. You're fucking he's saying, kidding me. <laughs> he's saying that he suffered severe emotional distress, trauma and physical aim- ailments for which he has wow. been treated by his primary care physician, a gastro into intestinal physician and a psychiatrist oh. and that to that i say boo who who motherfucking <laughs> you who? asshole wow 
So everybody made everybody. I don't think the students made a mistake. I think they 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 were well intentioned. It was well intentioned, and it yeah. would have been an opportunity for the professors or anybody at that university's leadership to say, "Maybe I can't do this, but here's some support and resources yeah. that the university can provide for any yeah. anybody, especially our black students who are experiencing trauma as a result of this. All of right. this is just." Um, I'm putting up my hands. Nope, not me. Um, it's just so t- it's tone deaf and really in um just gross. I can't yeah. think of another word for it. Yeah, just all agreed. of it is gross. What yeah. university yep. is this? So I can never go there, and we can never <laughs> do was, a live show. <laughs> it was UCLA. <laughs> okay, you know so, some of my family members graduated <laughs> from there. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be a good school, but obviously, so, allegedly, yeah, yeah, allegedly, yeah, um, they should so, know better. <laughs> It infuriated me, not just his bullshit, but yes. this article, mm-hmm. which did not tell the full story, right. and put the focus on the, saying that he was suspended for not giving black students easier final exams, which wasn't even true. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. wasn't why he was suspended. Mm-hmm. He was sp- suspended because of the his response was his, very said, poor yeah, and it was professional. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and so uh, I put on my Karen hat. You did. Okay. Did. And what happened when you did I, that? I, I, um, <laughs> I emailed Newsweek and I no! told them that wow! the article was bullshit. <laughs> wow. Oh my. Beth, I was going to just pretend to like fall out of my chair, but I just did it for real. <laughs> I ju- and you know what? They wow. changed the, the name of the article. No! They didn't change much else. But... Oh, my God. She did it again. <laughs> I don't know if I did it or not. So other people might have oh done the same thing. But I was just furious. But glory tears <laughs> back. I wish you were in my room so I could hug you. That is so wonderful, Beth. I'm so glad. I'm happy you did that and recognized it. Um, and... Man, I just I'm without you literally my breath is gone. I don't I can't say any <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. You did that. So I was looking at the comments and everybody's like, "Uh, you know, I can't believe that he got suspended for <sighs> not letting them, you know, yeah. whatever." Miss and they're like, "Me with that." No, you yeah. didn't that you didn't even read the article, you dumb fuck, or you exactly. didn't look into it. Yes, Ugh, but it made me l- so leave mad. it up to Beth to read the article <laughs> and then do research about it and then contact the publishers. Yo, wow. That's fucking Newsweek, man. Oh my god. Don't I, put that shit out there. Oh, Lord have mercy, Beth. I just applaud you. And you're just amazing at everything you do. What's next? Can you walk on water? What's next? You've been to the moon? What's next? You're richer than Jeff Bezos? What? Have you seen that commercial with the lady? Um, she's like looking at the moon. Mm, thinking about it? I don't think so. I can't even remember what it's for. That's the problem with commercials. I remember the funny commercials, <laughs> but I don't remember what they're for. Oh, she's man. like, she's thinking and she's like, why do horses listen to us? They're so much bigger than we are, but they can't go to the moon. We went to the moon. I bet riding a horse on the moon would be awesome. Wow. <laughs> wow. The thought process. 
<laughs> yeah, she's just sitting there and you're hearing her thoughts. You know what I I'm bet? Like, it, yeah, I, <laughs> that's me. I know. I was going to say, did they copy that from my brain? Uh, it's probably an, like a, it sounds like it would be an insurance commercial. I say yeah, that I as know. I'm in I my closet remember. looking at my flow from progressive flow Halloween costume. costume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, my next story is uh about a body actually two bodies oh like body yaddy yaddy body yaddy 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 no actual oh, dead, got, uh, dead bodies oh, oh okay yeah they forgot true crime okay <laughs> true go ahead crime, yeah so they found two dead bodies in portland did they now okay yeah go on in a, in a wooded area so they found uh so somebody found a skull okay. and um they're like oh there's a skull. So okay. they went to <laughs> the investigators <laughs> went to search the area to find the rest of the body, I guess, uh-huh. and uh, came across another body. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, this sounds serious. Yeah. And uh, the sheriff was asked if it was suspicious. Oh, <laughs> he God. said, absolutely. <laughs> oh, God. OK. OK. <laughs> and so then, yeah i think that's all i got on that one. <laughs> oh my i found a body it's suspicious it's Period. suspicious okay two bodies yeah two bodies, usually, I I, usually i write out like stuff that happened i just kind of uh jot notes paste yeah, yeah i actually copied and, you because uh i do i i saw you do that and now i do it too so All thank right. you. Awesome. <laughs> so wait, it says Sheriff James Quatron said it was too early to tell whether the events leading up to the discoveries are related. However, uh, asked if they were treating the recovery of the human remains, both found near a trail off of Woolaben Road in Portland as suspicious. And he said, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. I yeah. had a Portland so- story. Um, Did you? Also, well, not Portland, Bend, Oregon, but uh, somebody, a, a white guy shot a black guy at a bar when the black guy said, oh, hi, um, gr- girlfriend, and paid her a compliment. And the white guy got furious oh and shot God. the black dude in Bend, Oregon. Uh, and uh, at first, uh, the only reason, well, not the only reason, the only, I wanted to piggyback off of your story because the history of Oregon should not be forgotten. Oregon was a whites only state. Until oh, 1926, I you told me that, yeah. and so I uh, That's nuts. Yeah, it is nuts. I don't know if if the bodies uh, were people of color or anything like that in the in your story, but I just we see you, Oregon, and you have a lot of explaining to do and <laughs> fixing to do. So yeah, they haven't identified the bodies yet. So okay, they just found them. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, did you hear the story about the guy who stole diapers? No, but that's a crime. That's a crime of struggle. He should have. Right. Uh, did anybody? He did. He go to well, jail. Well, what happened? What <laughs> had happened was. OK, this is in Winter Haven, Florida, which, by the way, is where my mother was born. Get out of here. Yeah. Wow. OK. <laughs> so in Winter Haven, Florida, a guy went into Walmart and he had two kids mm-hmm. and uh, he went to buy some diapers and his 
his two credit cards were declined. Oh. So he left, but then and then he came back without the kids and grabbed the di- diapers and took off. Okay. And the police posted about it on Facebook. Okay. And they posted his picture and asked uh, anyone recognize him and said that he stole diapers. Mm-hmm. And a 16 year old named Elizabeth Fiedler, uh, who lives in Kansas, mm-hmm. um, said she felt really sad for the man in the photo and commented on Facebook. Uh, that she would pay for the diapers as long as they leave this man alone. Mm. And that post was shared several thousand times and more than 4,500 people weighed in uh, saying that they were also offended and and upset by the police. Yes. um, Commenting about how it's cold and heartless. The Mm -hmm. man is just trying to take care of his children, Uh have some compassion. Yeah. people saying they'd pay for the diapers mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And uh, I, I just thought it was kind of a heartwarming story that all these people were um, doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. heartwarming. Wait a minute. Humanity, you mean? What's that? It's nice uh, to see. I can't believe it. <laughs> and then Walmart, um, they decided not to charge the guy. Wow. Um, well, they signed a waiver of prosecution. Okay. Um, and awesome. the man, and then the police contacted the man because I guess they they found who found out who he was. Okay. Explained to him that Walmart's not going to press charges, and then they provided a list of local organizations that might be able to help him. So. Okay, that's good. That's yeah, good. That is nice heartwarming. Story, right? They could have donated <laughs> a bunch of. If the police department wants to change their reputation, what they had, what they should have did was <laughs> don't like donated a bunch of diapers to the dude and like food for the family and like got it all caught on camera and stuff. Posted it to their social media. <laughs> now everybody hates this police department too. <laughs> I know I do. Uh, but I, that is a heartwarming story. I'm glad. I'm. Yeah. I'm glad it. And um, with a nice outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, ni- yeah. A nice outcome. Um, so keep it up, people. Yeah. Look Be at human. people. Look at people being good and stuff. <laughs> wow. Wow. I got one more story for you. Okay. This one's about a tarantula that was spotted on top of a house in California. Oh my God! I saw this story. I didn't read the article, of course. Okay. But All right. tell me about it. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Animal rescuers in California were called out to assist a tarantula spotted stranded on the roof of a home. The oh, pe- no. <laughs> yeah. It's a stranded tarantula. The Pen- Peninsula Humane Society said an animal control officer was dispatched to a San Mateo neighborhood to check on the tarantula. <laughs> the officer received permission from the home- homeowners to attempt a rescue and climbed up to the roof with a plastic enclosure to capture the spider. <laughs> the Humane Society said in a Facebook post that the officer quickly discovered it was actually a Halloween decoration, not a pet tarantula. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is so beautiful. Happy Halloween, bitches. Yeah, happy Woo! Halloween. Oh my God. Can, can you imagine if the police showed up to your house because of some decorations? And, well, and I guess they didn't even know person, it was up there. Who is the person that called? I who think it was a neighbor. This? I think a neighbor called and then the, the homeowners didn't even know it was up there. So... <laughs> 
Either that or they were playing a joke on the guy. Who knows? Maybe, but that's so ridiculous to call about a spider. <laughs> also, tarantulas are good pets. Um, uh, for the record, so. I would never own one, but right. my understanding is that so they can be very docile, very interesting, and um, I stay I like tuned to look at them. I think my offspring wants one for Christmas. Wants one, so. yeah. <laughs> I like to look at them, like at the zoo, they have some, you know, but they're behind glass, and yeah. I don't have to have take it. Have you ever it held home, one so. in your hand? Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. I like I like to look at them, but no. Oh, no. yeah. I oh, remember no. holding one in my hand and just, just being like, like terrified and mesmerized at the same time. <laughs> and I'll never forget that feeling. Uh, <laughs> and, I don't know if I want it again, remember, but I'll never forget it. I remember the petting zoo guy saying, Oh, yeah, they bite, but it doesn't hurt that bad. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, boy. So, uh, and they Yikes. do cool things like they molt and, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that story. I love um, weird, um, what, weird stories. stories like that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, geez, look at the time. But this was fantastic. That's the news. Look alive, y'all. It's crazy out there. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. I'm an American vigilante. I have a question for you. What would you do if someone you cared about was abducted, taken from you? Would you call me? Would you care about how I got them back? Download American Vigilante now.